All right, welcome back to the Quack Report. My name is Carter, uh, and with me is Nate Thomas over video conference. How's it going, bud? Pretty good. How about you? I miss you. I miss you too. This is weird, actually, like not doing it in the same room. It's very weird, yeah. Um, it almost feels like, uh, you know, the few episodes I've, I've done by myself, or like I think maybe one or two, um, and just like staring yeah, at both, a screen yeah, and talking to myself. Yeah, we've done a couple episodes yeah. on our own now. Yeah, you've done a couple of them as well. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, at least we're doing, we, we have some video going so we can see each other. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just got to imagine that I'm sitting across that table from you. <laughs> at least we're sitting contact. across. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got the video going so we can still see each other at least. Yeah, yeah, so it's nice, but it's a little weird. Um, how are you doing in self-isolation, bud? Uh, it's been interesting so far. I've watched, I, f- I found I've, uh, like every night I've watched a different movie actually be it like something I've seen before or something new. So that's been kind of oh, yeah. nice. Um, have not been doing as much homework as I probably should still, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, that snuck up to me. I, I did homework all weekend cause I did shit all like the week before, but yeah, I got to finish an assignment tomorrow that has to be handed in by midnight, which I mean, that's not terrible and I don't have very much longer to, I've at least started it, but yeah. Um, there's like there's a couple of assignments like I'm in a photography class right now and some of them are still like I don't know how I'm supposed to be doing this but ah. um, yeah oh, well. some some of them are hopefully they're a little lenient some of them are pretty simple yeah um well I guess uh let's get into some I guess news if you want to call it that Twitter news so we had uh, some polls that we put up on Twitter I guess Nate did because he's the the Twitter god so uh, <laughs> the Twitter I think god <laughs> yeah you said uh we there's four four for us to go through. Yeah, so uh, here, I'll let you decide. Do you want to start with Anaheim specific, like hockey specific ones, or do you want to start with just whatever ones first? Like oh, let's ones. start with the whatever ones. Start with the whatever ones? All Keep right. it light. Keep so it loose. We had galaxy wide question here. So uh, people were asked Star Wars or Star Trek. We had 67% say Star Wars and. 33 say Star Trek. So Star Wars for the win. You know, it's correct. Should yeah, be I don't think I've ever, though. I, I've never seen Star, uh, Star Trek. So yeah. Uh, like I've seen like, cl- like episode clips and stuff like that. And oh, well, yeah. Whatnot, but no, um, never a full episode. I guess that's a lie. I've seen uh, some of the movies, like the newer movies. Oh, have you? Um, I actually haven't yeah. seen them yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw, I think I've only seen like the second and third one. I don't think I ever saw like the first Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what they're called. Yeah. One of them's like Into the Darkness or something. Yeah, or, yeah, Star Trek Into Darkness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I know the titles, okay. but I haven't watched them yet, so. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, okay, we got uh, people's favorite streaming service. So I gave the options of Netflix, uh, Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime Video, or other, because there's like Hulu and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so we had... Forty percent say Netflix, twenty percent say Disney Plus, zero percent say Amazon Prime, and forty percent say other. Oh, so wow. it's pretty pretty interesting there. I would imagine that's Hulu because I know that's like a states only one. So yeah, it's pretty popular uh, down there. I was gonna say, is Crave Canadian only then, or is that also down I don't think in the states? I don't think it's Canadian only. I know it's owned by Bell, which is Canadian though. So it might oh, okay. be. It might be Canadian gotcha. only because, but it's also HBO, 
but it might just be like HBO yeah. Canada is owned by Crave and then HBO has their own thing for the States. I don't know. Oh, okay. That could be. Yeah. All right. So then we get into the Anaheim ones here. So first I had asked, or I guess not first, but um, I had asked, uh, do you like the current orange, black, gold colors of the Ducks right now? Or would you prefer them to go back to the original eggplant and green combination? Uh, 67% said the colors right now, actually, with 30, 33% saying go back. Oh, wow. I'm actually so, kind of surprised by that. Yeah, so I, it might just be like, because you talk about how like that original Ducks jersey is so iconic and whatnot, right? So maybe it's just yeah. more the design of it. So if like, you, yeah, you took that design... Essentially, like what our third jersey is right now, but like had it be that sideways swoop on it, right? It uh, would maybe work better for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I do like the the colors of the new one now, though. I think it's more bit more modern. I think the other one yeah. just works better as like a throwback now. So yeah, um, and I guess on that topic though, uh, I did ask what's your favorite current uniform, and then included a picture that had all three of them. So you have the home black ones, uh, the white away jerseys, and the orange alternate, right? Which is the old Mighty Duck logo in that. We actually had 0% say black. Which oh, I'm really? surprised about, actually, because that's I, I think it's a clean jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11% said the white jersey, and uh, 89% said the alternate orange is their favorite. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah I'm kind of so like surprised said, maybe by it's that. Just, yeah, maybe it, like like I said, maybe it's just that like classic feel of it, but the modern colors. So yeah, don't get me wrong, I do love that alternate jersey. Um, yeah, I I don't know if it would ever work as like a, a full time home jersey though. I think, I think the black one they could. have now is good. You think it could? I think it could. I, maybe that's gonna be what I do in isolation. Is I'm gonna uh, do the, the jersey design for the ducks, but like using that old logo but make like the alternate, the home one, and then make like an away version of that and try it. Yeah. I, I think it could work as like a, an orange main jersey. Um, yeah. I, I just don't like how much it is now. Like it's great for an alternate or for like a playoff yeah. run, it would be sick. Um, but yeah, I just don't, don't really see it as like a, a home quite yet. But with some tweaking, I think it could work. That's fair. If, uh, if you guys have any preference uh, listeners here, uh, be sure to tweet at us at Quack Report Pod or uh, slide into those DMs. Um, I mean, I got not a whole lot better to do, and uh, I I check Twitter as much as I can. Uh, I I get to the point honestly on all three accounts that I run, my own, uh, the Quack Report and uh, the Shooting Around Show one, that I actually get to the end and like get to stuff that I've already seen already. So you can you can tell I'm bored and just going through Twitter at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you spent a lot of time on Twitter because you also had a an exchange with a little bit, um, a little bit of a famous hockey icon by the name of John Shannon. If you yeah, some uh, some insider royalty, I guess. Uh, so yeah, John Shannon is a hockey insider for Sportsnet, and uh, he was doing a a Q and A for a little bit there. Uh, said if there's any questions, feel free to shoot him uh, at him. So he's also I looking took, for content, I think. Yeah, exactly. So I. Uh, so first, hi, John. Hopefully, hopefully you're listening. Sec- so then, so I had asked him, uh, being a Flames fan, I asked him a Flames question, but also made sure to include a Ducks one in there to get something uh, for this show, right? And 
he's got a little bit of a different take on things. So I had asked him uh, what he saw the Anaheim Ducks doing in the offseason as a whole uh, to start with. Uh, he said, quote, the deconstructing has just begun for Bob Murray. It's not short term for the Ducks. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to see if I can like get a follow-up question on there. If not, it's fine. Uh, but he did respond. So I had asked, uh, okay, what do you see as the Ducks' first priority then for the offseason? And he said, just simply put, what to do with Ryan Getzlaff. So let's, let's get into that right now, Carter. What the Anaheim Ducks do, let, let's say, I, I really hope this isn't it, but the playoffs start, we know we're pretty much out of the playoff picture. So we're looking at offseason right now, uh, realistically. What do we do with Ryan Getzlaff? He's 34 years old. Uh, you know, he's put up a lot of numbers and played a lot of games for us. That's great. But this season alone, he had 69 games, uh, put up 42 points. The year before, he played 67, had 48. Uh, go to the 17-18 season, 56 games, 61 points. So he was doing all right. But he also carries a pretty big cap hit uh, with him of around $8 million, I believe. Uh, I'm just pulling up those numbers here. I thought I had them up, but. Yeah, no, I just pulled him up uh, on my end here. Eight and a quarter mil uh, for next season before he is, before he, his contract runs out. Um, yeah, so I mean, we it's full one no more move. year, but also, yeah, yeah, no move clause, but like that's eight and a quarter million that we could use on some other young guys. He also has three million in bonuses coming this season. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of going to start with the reply to your first question there, the deconstructing has just begun for Bob Murray. It's not short-term for the Ducks. Um, to me, that says Bob Murray, or he doesn't believe Bob Murray's in a hurry. He's not going to make any big moves. He's not going to try and really bring in any, any young talent besides what's drafted or, um, or maybe some, some young talent that isn't quite, you know, like prospects, like they're, they're not quite NHL yeah. proven. So I think that, the plan with Ryan Getzlaff is maybe the the Joe Thornton kind of plan. You know, if he wants to stick around, that's great, but he's not going to get much more than a million, maybe a million and a half. Yeah, he, you got to start to kind of drop it off a bit. Yeah, like if it, like let's say they sign him to a one year, one and a half million, he all of a sudden puts up, you know, 60, 70 points on the second line for the Ducks. <laughs> I think you you sign him to another one one-year deal at one and a half, maybe even two million if you really want to, or one and a half with some, some bonuses based on points there. Yeah. Like, if he's still producing and still wants to play, I think that's fine. Because, I mean, what is, uh, what's Joe Thornton's numbers this, um, this year? Like, I know they're not spectacular, but for a million dollars, I know they're, they're pretty good. I'm just pulling them up right now here. Uh, so for Joe Thornton this season, he had played 70 games, had 31 points. Uh, oh, sorry, he is making old. So yeah, he is making two mil. So um, yeah, that that's kind of a lot. Um, I mean, they're kind of paying for uh, everything he did for the team beforehand. I think. Do you think maybe Bob Murray was hoping to try to move Getzlaff before the trade deadline, and just nothing came out from it? Uh, with the no move, I don't think so. Uh, we would have heard something if Getzlaff had waived his no move clause. Uh, I'm sure he was asked, 
But yeah. I'm guessing the answer was no. I think Getzlaff is at the point where he's got a cup. He's got a gold medal. Uh, I mean, he's part of the triple gold club. club. Yeah. So I think he's kind of accomplished everything he possibly can. I think now it's he. he's kind of the guy to leave his legacy on the young guys and, you know, just be there for them. So I think he's going to be more the locker room presence at this point. I don't see him going anywhere else. Okay. I don't see him signing anywhere else. I could see him getting moved at the trade deadline to be a veteran depth guy for a a largely young team at a low cost. I'm going to use like a Colorado as an example, largely young guys. Uh, I think he could like go there if he wanted to um, for at really no cost to the Ducks um, just to help out. But I, I don't see it being anything too too drastic. Yeah, because like, the big thing that I'm looking at is uh, contracts and like what they're paying him, right? Because like that, uh, that 825, uh, that's a big chunk of cap. Like at the moment, that's almost 13% of the Ducks' cap space. And for 40-some points, I'm not sure that's quite worth it. Um, what if they pull potentially a similar situation as the Calgary Flames did with, uh, I mean, mind you, kind of different circumstances around it, uh, but something similar to the Michael Stone thing that they had this year where the Flames bought him out uh, and then re-signed him, but at a lot more of a team-friendly deal. Do you see something like that potentially happening? For next season? Yeah, like like in this offseason, because we saw with Corey Perry, him getting bought out. Um, if you're looking at kind of long-term, right, I think you'd be okay. I mean, that's going to be a lot on your ownership to essentially pay two guys right now, like buyout money. But, I mean, you're going to be paying them that money anyways in a shorter amount of time. So even if you split up, get slaps thing over two years, but then you sign him to like a mill and a half contract and just say like, like we will sign you back automatically. And this is just so we can bring in some guys or that sort of thing, or even uh, get started um, and know your way kind of more what you're going to do the next off season. Cause you got a bunch of guys that need to get signed. I don't see them doing a move like that. I don't think it's – I just don't think that they're going to be ready to to build like a contending team next year. So I think with – and I mean, they have, according to cap-friendly, projected cap space of, oh, only $9 million. Um Yeah. <laughs> although they, did, they have signed a few guys now. So um, really, really, they just got some depth guys to sign as well as Ryan Miller who – Again, is not going to be um, not going to be too expensive for them. Yeah, I, I just don't see it really making. I don't see them making big waves in the free agent market or in the trade market for trying to attract big guys. I think they're going to be attracting a lot of young guys, low risk, low contract numbers. So um, yeah, or even like I, some middle depth kind of guys, right? Like think of the yeah. kind of guys that uh, say Vegas would have taken in the expansion draft a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Like NHL ready guys, depth guys that you know maybe could have some potential to move into middle six or even top six roles. Uh, yeah, or like top four. Like roles, Sun- like Sunny Milano for an example. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that by buying gets laugh out and stretching it out, I don't think it really. 
I think it more hurts you in the long run than it does helps you in the short run. So, okay. um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was just an idea I was throwing out there, like just kind of seeing ways that they could have more money to potentially, like as much as it's going to be a long-term thing, you could speed it up a little bit by saying, hey, we do have some money and attract not big names, but bigger names. The middle six kind sense. of guys. Yeah. yeah. So, because, yeah, really, nine million is not a whole lot to work with, especially after you sign a couple more guys. I like even take Ryan Miller, for example, that puts you down to seven and a half mil. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Which at this um, point would get you like, like one top end, like top six player. Yeah, which so. is true. I mean, every little bit helps, but. Yeah. Um, I think that this team's really good at drafting, so um, yeah, and developing so guys in the AHL as well. So I think that yeah. uh, it's really just a matter of time uh, for this team now, and not okay. to, not to rush Getzlaff. And if he wants to stay, let him stay. If he wants to go somewhere else, I mean, um, I'm sure there's somebody out there looking to sign a a veteran guy to a a cheap one, one and a half, two million dollar deal. Yeah. Could, honestly, you could look at the New Jersey Devils because they are a very young team and they just shipped off like anybody who had some years under them, basically. Yeah, I mean, what do they have to lose if Getzlaff yeah. ends up tanking in, in New Jersey, gets 10 points in 82 games and costs them two and a half mil? Like, what are they losing? They're, they're already at the bottom. <laughs> two almost. and a half mil. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I mean... It's a possibility. I don't know if Getzlaff would really want to go there. I think he'd want to go to a contending team. But Yeah, that's fair. But no, I, I do agree with you that he's got his cup and all that. It's just more what's in the best interest, I think, for Anaheim at this point and how oh, sure. fast they want to get back to contention. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, what do you say we, we leave that there for now? Maybe revisit it another day when we run out of uh, stuff to talk about this. Uh, I, don't, I almost said lockout. Um, break i guess <laughs> i guess it is kind of a lockout but. yeah all the buildings are locked <laughs> yeah all right before we move on with this episode we are going to let you guys know about coolhockey.com since 1999 they have been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed nhl hockey jerseys in north america to them quality is just as important as it is to you and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the nhlpa Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM, and hand-stitches them in their 15,000-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario, to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why CoolHockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. If you buy today, you can also get your uh, next jersey for 20% off just using the promo code THPN. Once again, that's promo code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network for 20% off. But hurry, this deal won't last long. And also by using that code... uh that we've just said as well as the link in our description uh we can receive commission off of each purchase made through the code uh this helps us to make some dough which we can use for future giveaways uh or other things to make the quack report better for everyone such as new microphones or video when we're able to be in the same room again and uh other things like that so uh, i almost pulled the trigger on a silverberg jersey the other day but i oh, you didn't it get the- it uh, not no not yet uh, yeah 
I'll wait. I'll wait until hockey season comes back. That's fair. Um, all right, let's get into what you've all been waiting for. Uh, our movie <laughs> review of the Mighty Ducks, not the. I mean, obviously the the old one from the um, from the nineties, but not the the TV series. Not yet. That's yeah. coming later. <laughs> yeah, um, TV series will be after the movies are done. Yeah, we were supposed to have a movie night and watch this together, but because of the whole coronavirus thing we just watched it separately but we both have some notes on here you you wrote a lot dude <laughs> i just wrote as like just anything that came to mind did you even so. did you even watch the movie or were you just listening to it <laughs> <laughs> no I, I did watch the movie um but I, how do you want to go about this do you want to like go scene by scene or just talk about certain parts or like what do you want what do you what do you want to do let's we'll kind of go chronological order not necessarily scene by scene but yeah, I guess let's just let's just start at the beginning of the movie and see where the the conversation takes us. So, you know, we see the opening credits uh, with a young Gord Bombay um, on on the penalty shot to uh, potentially win the game in overtime. Or no, I guess it was the third period. Yeah, it was the third um, period. They went into overtime and lost it. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, he rings one off the bar uh, the on the penalty deep. shot. The triple deke uh, beat the goalie, but not the net. The net did not fall for it. No. So, uh, yeah. Straight up, we were like, you're not even two minutes in yet. And Bombay's coach, uh, Riley, needs to cool it. Oh, my God. Dude, this is peewee hockey. <laughs> Chill <laughs> out, man. He is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what's his quote? It's like, um, why or don't bother playing if you're not winning or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like, um, Jesus, man, this is and he's like, hockey. And he's like, he's telling the guy, like, typically that's a situation where you're telling your player, like, all right, like, yeah, we're counting on you. Just like, you could win this for us. Like you pump him up. Instead, he's going like, remember, if you miss this shot, you're not letting me, you're, you're not letting just me down. You're letting your entire team down. It's like, dude, yeah, he's like a, 11. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to put on like a, yeah, like an 11 year old. That's insane. Oh. Um, one thing I thought about that though, you know, when he like, hits it, the ice like or hits his knees on the ice and like he's like oh no i just let my whole team down and you see the goalie <laughs> going to celebrate that reminds me of the david riddick stick flip from the <laughs> shootout when he's like two of the shots get rung off the post and he's like yeah i'm the best goalie ever because i like i made one poke check stop but like yeah that post really makes me look good that's what that looks like dude you got fucking undressed you're okay i'm, I'm straps in the rafters like fuck. yeah <laughs> I'm not trying to make up for the Riddick thing. I'm yeah. just really confused as to why the other goalie, like in the movie here, is celebrating like that way. It's like, dude, you still have time in the third period, potentially and the game is overtime. Tied, which, yeah. yeah, like it does go to overtime or that, but it's like you're celebrating like you just won. At least David Riddick did win the game. <laughs> yeah. That did confuse me for a little bit. Yeah. So, oh, but, um, and then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to, I was going to move on. Did you have anything else to say about, uh, about no, I was going to, uh, this? the only thing actually, this is something that, uh, uh, that kind of encapsulated the entire movie that I was just kind of curious. I didn't know if it was just like a movie thing specifically or if it is a real life thing, but like the Peewee state championship is actually being broadcasted in Minnesota. Like, is that actually a real thing? Like, I know Minnesota is, is crazy about hockey, and they like you have the high school state championship, which that always goes off. Um, but like, is the Pee Wee one actually broadcasted in some form or another? 
If any if anybody's from Minnesota, tweet us at Crack Report Pod and let us know if uh, they actually do broadcast the Pee Wee State Championship or if it's just to be a Disney movie and yeah. give a bit more context as to what's going on. Yeah, it's, it was just something that kind of threw me off. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, because you go for, like, yeah, because you go further on in the movies as well. Like, it's not really a spoiler, but like they have commentary for the other ones as well. Like, it's, yeah. it's kind of odd. I think. I think it might just be arena commentary. So like, you know, it could just be like a rink volunteer that's doing it. Cause I know like some guys just want to do that. So they're like, Oh yeah, sure. Like it's a peewee game. You can, you can announce it if you want. So yeah. But like in like the broadcasting way though, that's kind of odd. Yeah. No. So I don't know. It might just be a movie thing. I feel like that's what it is, but yeah. So then moving on, you know, Bombay. Well, first of all, this is wild for a kid's movie. Bombay is like, He's a lawyer and then he's just driving home from work, having a beer in his car and gets a DUI. How do you explain that to a kid? I didn't pick up on that when I was younger. I mean, like I was like, oh, he's drinking a beer and driving. I was like, maybe you shouldn't do that. But like, yeah, I didn't like, well, let's, let's, start off. let's start off with Gordon is a dick lawyer to start with. Like I oh, know yeah. there's the stereotype of lawyers just being dicks to start with, but like outside of the courtroom, he is still a dick. <laughs> oh like, yeah, exactly. Like the way he treated his, uh, uh, like his coworkers and stuff like that. Like, Oh my God, you're, yeah. you're asking for a conversation with HR right there. <laughs> yeah. No, to be fair, it was the nineties. They let a lot more slide <laughs> than they do. Uh, than they well, do even, now, but... even for the nineties. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking for a kid's movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe it's just to like really drive home the fact of like, like to really show the change in him that like, I think so. You go yeah. from one end of like the Dick spectrum to the other side where you're this great hockey coach for a peewee team. So yeah, no, I, th- I think that's the, the large point that yeah. they're trying to make there. But, and then Ducksworth too, like uh, your comment here, he's great at the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah. The, the two sides both have a flip really when it comes to this. So like uh, it was funny though, when, yeah. So you have the scene where uh, Duckworth says like, Oh, like, did you think you could hide it from here? That sort of thing. Honestly, my first, uh, first thought was I'm like, that's Austin Matthews this summer with, uh, with his charges <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Dubas finding out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, Oh man, there's a real life uh, comparison, but yeah, um, and funny. honestly, Bombay gets off pretty easily here with uh, like a suspension of his license and 500 hours of community service, which yeah. that's an interesting uh, punishment as well. 500 hours for a, com- like for a peewee team. And then he's like, Uh-oh. he's uh, and then he's like filled his 500 hours like midway through the season too. Yeah. I was like, how long are you guys practicing in the week? <laughs> it's like, do you kids go to school? Like what, yeah. what is this? <laughs> like, are you like even practicing like two hours a day? Like that, I don't think that's going to get filled by like January, is it? No, no, it wouldn't. If, if, even if you did two hours every single day uh, and then games would also if you assume those were two hours, that's 250 days. Yeah. That's, that's a, at least a full season, if not more. And that's for each day as well. It's not like these kids are probably practicing every single day. Yeah. Like they're maybe exactly. practicing like once or twice, or it'd be like twice a week. Yeah. And then they'd have like maybe two games on the weekends and that'd be it. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's wild. Also, these kids, they're animals, dude. Like when they uh, <laughs> when they climb into that car and they're like rocking, I'm like, these kids are psychos. I no, mean, hold on. I, we got we got to go back to the to the uh, the shit prank. That's sh- that's funny. Oh that's yeah, funny. <laughs> that one too. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get the oh. dog to shit in the bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It does really oh. drive home the point that these kids are just kind of like just a group of like degenerates basically thrown together. Yeah. And like so, not in the greatest area and whatnot. So yeah, that too, without really saying, it. and you could like, you can tell by the way that that one kid, I think his name's Jesse talks to Bombay. Yeah. You in the basically wrong like a, hood. <laughs> yeah, basically like a drug deal is about to go down and they're about to yeah. get, a, get their ass popped or whatever. I don't know. I'm super like, white. I don't really know. Like, I was going to say, I, I love how black he like is going for when majority of the kids around him are white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I had the same reaction as Bombay. Honestly, I was like, this is the rink slash team. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, you got to yeah. help the climb, bud. Yeah, exactly. It's it's an uphill battle, that's for sure. So. And then when they first play the Hawks in that first game, are the Hawks Hawks in the first game, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) But are they a hockey team or are they like a military camp? Both. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess Riley is really like (laughs) strict and like cracking the whip, but oh man. Like he's cracking the whip for the sake of cracking the, the whip. Okay, here's the goalie in me coming out though. Goldberg's first year, like in this game, that has to be illegal. Like you can't send a kid on the ice to play goalie wearing just shin pads, like that are like wrapped in a Sears catalog. Can you? It was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like know. that's just that's just bad. Like yeah. the guy's not properly suited up. I don't know. Anything goes in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, <Cool>. it's <laughs> it's interesting, and it's yeah. it's kind of funny too. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to say, going back to when they were practicing on the, the pond, Averman was wearing a, uh, a San Jose shark shirt. Why the fuck would they put that in the... <laughs> well, then you have Goldberg saying that he's going back to Philly soon because he, like, he's all decked out in Philadelphia Flyer stuff. Later, he's wearing like, a yeah. Philly Eagles hat. Like, like, he was even wearing there, a jersey for a while. Like, yeah, like, I, I understand there wasn't a... Uh, there wasn't like the Ducks like NHL team yet. Obviously, they were named after this movie. But like you're set in Minnesota, which later on, spoiler alert, they do go watch the Minnesota North Stars or the Minnesota Stars at the time, I guess. I, I forget yeah. which one they were, they technically were. But like what? no kid is wearing any Minnesota hockey gear. It's I, I did see other teams. <laughs> yeah, none of them were, but there was like a couple kids like otherwise throughout that we're wearing oh, okay like t-shirts i saw or like hats yeah. but yeah none of them ever wore anything which was i was like wild. geez guys come on yeah represent the area that you're supposed to be in yeah exactly because <laughs> like some yeah some minnesota kids get to wear san jose <laughs> yeah like pff, i don't know that didn't make any sense to me but i just wanted to say fuck the sharks they so. didn't even have joe thornton or uh, uh patrick marlowe yet like come on yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess uh, yeah, it's that old, hey. <laughs> um, uh, I guess what's what's the next sort of scene? Well, I, I had Riley uh, saying, "Run up the score." Uh, I did play against a coach like this guy, 
Uh, oh yeah, that you sucks. have no idea how much it, how much restraint it took for me to like not swing my stick at him. <laughs> yeah, it's and, like even NHL teams don't do that. Like yeah. you get to a certain point and you hold back. Like if they give you an easy one, you take it, but you don't. Yeah. You and don't. Can, can we talk about how that collar pump that he does just makes your blood oh, boil? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> that drives me up the fucking wall. I hate that. <laughs> it doesn't even look cool. No, it's no. it's just a total dick type thing to do. Yeah. Now, now's a good time to talk about this too. How lo- how long did this guy coach for this Pee Wee hockey team? And like, that's his only claim to fame now. Twenty years <laughs> he coached this. Like a long ass time. Yeah. Like I know it's a movie, and it, like it makes for a good story, and like. That Bombay didn't have a kid on the team either. But, like, usually that's how Pee Wee coaches work. It's like, oh, my kid's playing hockey. I played some hockey. I'm going to coach this team. Yeah, like, unless it's, like, a like a rep team, right? But, like, this is playing, like, in Minneapolis. Because, like, you see later, it's, like, all the districts, right? So, yeah, like, you, you don't normally see, like a, like, a just, like, a part of a city team with someone in Pee Wee for that long. Like yeah. you maybe start to, yeah, like you maybe start to see it in midget or something like that. But like, yeah, like the only way I could see the guy actually sticking around that long is if it was rep hockey. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I could see it. Maybe, you know, there's like an old guy in his fifties that, you know, never made it in the NHL and just loves coaching and wants to have fun. And he did it for 20 years and everyone loves him, but this guy yeah. is just a dick. No one yeah. wants him to be coaching for this long. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. It's not, it's not like he just joined on to that sort of thing. Like he's just, he's, yeah been there the whole time it's like dude <laughs> yeah dude figure something else out with your life man yeah uh, uh way to go charlie for not faking the injury uh, oh that yeah bombay told him to do yeah the uh, um and to just stare but, him down too with like the stick up yeah. under his visor and he's just <laughs> looking at him like nope not doing it not doing but it. even i was like okay you actually have a legit chance for it there it's not like not saying that I condone doing that sort of thing, but like all you got to do is tip your head a little bit and you injure yourself and it's legitimate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the comment I had uh, for that one or the note I took was to make Conway captain at this point. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like that was that to me, that was the moment I was like, this guy needs to be captain of the team. There's only one other contender and he hasn't come into the picture yet. Yes. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about, but we'll get to yeah. it. Um, and then, when he was, uh, the, I guess the next training after he was teaching him how to how to die, how to die and drop and penalty, stuff like that. the oh. next one when he he's teaching him how to make soft dishes with uh, with eggs, you got to feel <laughs> bad for that poor Zamboni driver that's got to clean that up. That's, a, <laughs> yeah, that's messy. You f- you feel bad for that, but also that's actually a great drill. It's a great drill, but you don't do that on ice. <laughs> Maybe on the community <laughs> pond, but like, yeah, <laughs> man, that's. That sucks. But yeah, no, it, is a, it is a great drill for sure. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, Hans really quick. Oh, because we, we get lad. into that. We get into that first scene. Hans is amazing. We all have a person like Hans in our life, hopefully. And yeah, he's just great. And I love the fact that he just like, he has like that sixth sense almost. And he's just like, all right, here you are. And he's like, 
or Bombay is just like, what are these? You know, new skates. That's why you kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I figured nine and a half. And he's like, I'm a nine. Wear thick socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the accent just makes it better too. I love that. And he pulls the same joke where he's like, oh, I wonder how sharp this is. And he's like, ow. And he's yeah. like, oh, did you cut yourself? He's like, no, you fall for that every time. <laughs> yeah. Or what was the one? He's, it was like, uh, you're ridiculous. He's like, no, I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually laughed at that one. I was like, yeah. ah, that's good. Hans is good. But uh, but to me, he's kind of like the dad that um, that Bombay, well, I mean that Bombay had, but then didn't have. Yeah. Um, to me, that's his role uh, in Bombay's life. So, which yeah. is cool. All right. So now we get, oh, no, sorry. We're not there yet. Um, I just wanted to say that Bombay's pitch to Ducksworth on like the sponsorship and such, actually, that's great. That's actually oh, yeah. a great, that's actually a great pitch. Yeah, and then gets fifteen. That was it. Fifteen thousand. Yeah. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Blows like seven and a half, like half of it on uh, gear at Hans's shop too. Yeah. Okay. And I, this is something that I saw later because it's like when you see them playing in the first time with all their new gear. But like, you got the great colored jerseys. You got the matching buckets and pants and all that stuff. But you guys couldn't get matching gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is purple green and yellow and you got red and white gloves i'm like oh this hurts me yeah <laughs> it was so close <laughs> so close and then yeah. the other equipment thing that like again it's a movie i'm not taking this to heart but goldberg had two sets of pads in the span of like maybe two weeks he had the red white and blue vons and then he suddenly had yellow, green, and purple Vons. And I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess while we're on the topic of Goldberg, though, like when they're fired, they strap him to the net and fire pucks at him, oh, too. I have, that's I, great. Okay. I, I do goalie training for lacrosse. And I like, you get kids who are like hesitant and they flinch to the ball or that sort of thing, right? This is what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, instead, you I can't do it anymore. You can do it. You could do it back oh, then, but you can't do it anymore. Oh, I think you could now as long as. Uh, you get permission. That's even what I oh, yeah. what I do still, like with lacrosse. I go and actually ask the coach. I'm like, okay, I know your kid is like flinching. Like typically, that's like one of the things they notice. And they're like, okay, kid, like work on him with this. So I'm like, okay, I have a way to fix this. Are you okay with me hitting your goalie? And they're like, okay, go for it. And so what I do actually is I get the kid to like take his like ready stance. I take my stick and like just beat him essentially in different spots of the pad but every time you hit him you're like or hit him or her you're like did that hurt no hit him again did that hurt no hit him again did that hurt no and you get like essentially like a harder impact than you would an actual ball and you're like okay if that didn't hurt there's no need to flinch at the ball because it's not gonna hurt you have you ever just like beamed a kid in the in the head with a ball or with your stick like oh, just I have, right off yeah. the dome yeah yeah, I have done that. What's the reaction it's, to that? Because that never tickles. <laughs> uh, most kids are actually, because like they got pretty good helmets, they're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Um, it's only if you get like the ball like straight to the cage that it's like a little woozy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you a second here. Go get a water. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Uh, that was just a bad shot on my part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, that, but that's actually how I get kids out of the flinching thing is I just start beating them with the stick in like the protected areas. And it's like, yeah. okay, if that didn't hurt, none of this is going to hurt. Either that or I like will be like right on top of the crease and just wind a shot at the kid 
and like it's like okay did you feel that it's like no okay i'm like okay that's what like midget players would be shooting at if you're not feeling it you're fine like yeah. nobody on your team or other teams in your league are gonna shoot that hard yeah so and yeah um, typically with like novice and peewee kids so yeah uh to me goalies are like psychopaths too. we're, we're, like, a, dif- we're a different breed you I'll, have I'll to be that. And I, I thought they really captured this with Goldberg, like when he's strapped yeah. to the net and like, as soon as they're done firing the shots at him, he just laughs. And I'm like, yeah. just like this psychotic laugh. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's but that's, it now. But that's he's also just the, that's just the realization of being a goalie for a lot of kids. Right. Is like, you, yeah, you're getting shots fired at you and it's a little scary. Cause like without the gear, that's going to hurt. Right. But it's like, once you realize that you're protected, that's the big thing is that you're protected. Yeah. then you're like, okay, I got this. Uh, yeah, I guess this is about the time where we get uh, get Fulton into the picture. Yeah, Fulton. Yeah, he's uh, it, he was the other guy you were talking about that had a case for captain, hey? Yep. Yeah, uh, to me, I'd give him the A, personally. There you but go. Yep. Yeah, uh, like later on in the movie when he stands up for, um, uh, oh, who was it? Um, it wasn't Connie. Wasn't it? No. I mean, is that um, her name? It was one of the I female think. players. Yeah. There was like the brother-sister combo and she was the figure skater. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tammy's her name. I could be wrong. Yeah, it was, but. Yeah, it was Tammy and Tommy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, standing up for like gets off the bench. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get why it's a misconduct, but it's a soft misconduct. <laughs> yeah, I kind of re- realized that after I'm like, Fulton gets a game misconduct for that. And I'm like, uh, no, technically he came off the bench. That's 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> no peewee ref is paying that close attention to who was on and off the ice at that exactly. point. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so yeah, we get introduced to Fulton at this point. Kid's got a shot. Holy crap. What a rocket, um, dude. I said my favorite thing, though. I was like, yes, Bombay. That's how you teach a kid how to skate. You go Red Bull crashed ice style in a mall. (laughs) (laughs) I lost it when he went down the stairs on those roller skates. (laughs) I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. I felt like I was four years old. I don't know why, but. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so then after that funny scene, we get the actual introduction of the Mighty Ducks at this point. Um, and like you think of the ducks honestly as like a hockey name and like you have the same reaction as the kids it's like that's a goofy name like that that's just silly mm-hmm. but Bombay's like explanation of the name and like the attitude and whatnot of like of ducks that's fantastic honestly and it makes it so much sense as to yeah. why that's a great sports team name yeah to me I imagine that the CEO of Disney was a huge hockey fan at this time. He's like, I want to buy my own NHL franchise and call it the ducks because I like ducks. And everyone was like, that's stupid. You can't do that. (laughs) And he was like, you know what? I'm going to put a whole movie together and make you love and trust this coach. (laughs) And he comes up with the name. You're going to believe it's a good one. And here we go. So I I think this whole movie was just a setup so he could make his, his own team and call him the ducks because he likes ducks. (laughs) But yeah, I know I do. Yeah, I do like that. Like I like I live like I liked the name before, but like you yeah. get the explanation, you think about it, and you're like, wow, that's great, actually. Yeah, and then like, and then later, I, actually, I think the first game they play as the Ducks is against like the Cardinals. I don't yeah, like, that's Cardinals. a stupid fucking name for yeah. a, a hockey team. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, talk to the. Uh, oh, I forget where the baseball team is located. Is it Arizona? Yeah, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see, at least Arizona Coyote, Coyotes makes sense. Yeah. But, like, the Cardinals. 
I don't know. I'd, I'd, I kind of want to look into that now. It's it's fun to like find the background on team names, but yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah, okay. So we're we're in that game against the Cardinals. Carp uh, getting that shot to the head that like dents his helmet. He is out minimum three months with a concussion. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and he's he's back like the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like okay, yeah, we're definitely not talking about concussions at this time. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> so and then. Uh, you know, not being concussed, uh, Bombay using his brains on the district lines. That's prime. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's not even a way to, like, secondary, it was a way to get back at Riley. Like, first, he's, like, looking out for his own team. He's, like, got a chance at a, at a good playing kid. Like, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's just, but yeah, also, it's, like it's kind of, but also, it's a big fuck you to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the uh, one thing I wanted to go back to about the the Cardinals game though was uh, that when they're like, "Oh yeah, Fulton go on the ice," and like everyone's winding up or he's winding up for the shot, and everyone's like getting out of the way. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna yeah. blast this, but it's gonna miss." And then someone else comes and like picks it up, and then they yeah. put it in the open net. I was like, "That's smart. That's very smart. That's that's great." The Statue yeah. of Liberty play they called it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That was the name. Yeah. Oh, and then you have that conversation of Bombay and Riley and. Like part of the team, well, like the entire team, just like leaving him to hang and forfeit against the Flames. I was like, it could have been really easy for Bombay to explain in that dressing room that he was just being sarcastic. I mean, he, he did that in the classroom didn't. later. Yeah, but it was like it was later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he could have just done it right then. No, yeah, no, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he did it in the classroom. Why couldn't he do it in the dressing room? Like yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it makes for um, a longer movie, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, later on as well with Bombay, like telling Charlie actually that he was going to step back as head coach. It does make sense, honestly, because he's like, the team doesn't trust me. You see it a lot in the NHL where, or like just in, in for teams in general, right? That like, they just don't want to play for that coach anymore and they just kind of give up. So Bombay recognized right away before they even played another game. He's like, they aren't going to play for me. Yeah. So like, I'm going to step back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, for Bombay in this kind of area, uh, you get Bombay and Charlie's mom going on a date. Bombay is going to get some. Oh, yeah. Bombay yeah, is going to bomb that bay. If this was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, if this wasn't a PG movie, like there definitely would have been some action. But Yeah, you would have um, had like the PG-13 like blankets over top of them type scene. <laughs> Yeah, and then it like pans to the window and fades out, and all of a sudden it's the next day, and you know yeah. Bombay's being a good man and making breakfast in the morning, kind of thing. Or you hear Charlie open the door as it pans to the window. It's just like, Mom, Coach, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to my mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went too far, Nate. <laughs> oh man. Oh. And then um, you have. Uh, I, I was. I didn't like the romance, though. You didn't like didn't it. Like- no, I, I want to watch hockey. I, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch two adults make out in a kids movie. Oh, there, there's always going to be a romance element to a Disney movie. You know that. Blech. What is she a princess <laughs> then? What's her name? Connie or something? No, it's not Connie. What is it? Something Conway. Uh, man, I, I looked uh, it up I, because I, I couldn't remember. But I forget. I what, but is she a Disney princess? No, she's not a Disney princess. Married to Prince Emilio <laughs> Estevez. <laughs> okay, he is a prince. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's very true. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, then we get to the point of uh, Riley and Banks' dad, like, ducking to 
talking to Ducksworth of all people to make it that like Adam stays on the Hawks. But before we get to that, he did 500. Yeah, we already talked about this, but 500 hours before the season was done. What? (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Okay, and then this is where you have Ducksworth's turn. You're going to fire one of your employees over peewee hockey district lines that you're not even a part of. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I, <laughs> what? I like that Coach Bombay called him out on that, though. Like, Duckworth was like, <laughs> yeah. are you prepared to lose your job for a peewee hockey team? And <laughs> Bombay like, was like, you're going to fire me? Yeah, you're going to fire me over a peewee hockey team? Like, <laughs> look in the mirror, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you have, like, the kids uprising as well. My favorite part is, like, when they're all writing on the whiteboard, I will not quack at the principal. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That was, like, a whole kind of a Bart Simpson moment to me. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the sarcasm explanation, which the kids understand sarcasm is because the one kid threw it right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know so what like, sarcasm is? Do you know what sarcasm is? All right, evidently you do. <laughs> yeah, like, that could have saved us, like, 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, and then when uh, Fulton takes his like first shot that you see in a game and he just like webbers it through the net to send him yeah. to the playoffs. <laughs> that was oh. good. And then you have uh, the Minnesota North Stars appearance in their last season in Minnesota as well. Uh, yeah. Basil McCray recognizing uh, Bombay that they're having played with him in Pee Wee and yeah. young Mike Madano. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Really? I thought you were a farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no one gets his job right either. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did Madano get a Grammy, for, or not a Grammy, an Oscar for that performance? Because, like, d- that line delivery. <laughs> that line delivery was solid. Mo- most hockey players are awful actors, but Mike Madano's actually pretty good. <laughs> I know Madano got asked about that. I read an interview at some point asking him about that. And it was, uh, I can't remember. I'll have to find it at some point, but it was funny. Yeah, and then that scene of, of them all bonding at the game. It's good, Yeah, too. and that was also the last... I think that was the last season, actually, as well, because they were playing the Hartford Whalers. I think that's actually the last year, as well, that Hartford was a team. They moved to Carolina the next season, also. Oh, or, like, really? two seasons later. So, like, both those teams... Like, within two years, that movie was obsolete in terms of a timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Charlie being like, yo, take my mom on a oh no that's when you have the mom date part i think oh yeah that's right charlie is a wing man (laughs) oh yeah doing him a solid yeah Yeah. yo take my take my mom just go for it it's all good i'll just hang out here (laughs) oh that kid pimping his mom to his hockey jokes like (laughs) 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 the 90s were a wild time man (laughs) charlie like leans in during a delicacy and he's like 100 bucks an hour (laughs) yeah Uh, oh. uh, and then we get playoff hockey. And that's when you get the, yeah, the Disney portion of this film. Why does a Peewee hockey team have merch and so many fans? Well, it's like all the <laughs> friends and family coming to watch the playoffs. <laughs> Even so, that's a lot of people. Also, wearing- the Minnesota North Star <laughs> season probably over. Probably didn't make the playoffs. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you, got, you got Minnesota Peewee hockey. Oh, and... Okay, and then you get into the the game. Uh, refing sucked ass. There was already three penalties I saw before the first goal in the championship. Uh, I said, I put in my notes here, those refs probably went to the NHL. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, 
and you got Banks. Speaking of uh, like team gear, you have Banks' dad still wearing Hawks gear. Yeah, not even he duck ev- stuff. He's wearing yeah. Hawks gear. Yeah. He uh, he eventually like um, like kind of cheered for his son more, but most times he was just like, "I'm just here because I have to be," and he looked so yeah. unimpressed. But eventually well, he, he was he, like cheering for his kid in the yeah, I guess in the so, class gaming. But yeah, so so he's cheering for his kid who's on a breakaway after Riley tells him, like, get him out of the game, right? That kid got two minutes for cross-checking. That is not two minutes for cross-checking. That is a ejection and suspension for a j- intent to injure. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, for sure. Oh, for that sure. That is blatant. Where, what yeah. are these refs doing? <laughs> yeah, for me, I had only two minutes for that. Give him a yeah. major. That's five in a game, bud. Like, yeah, you're lucky if out. you see the rest of the playoffs. I'm sorry. That, yeah, that I mean, is that's, suspension into next year. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess that was the last game. Yeah. <laughs> what we did you the- do? My job. I'm like, dude, no. Dude, you're 11. Like, yeah. chill out. <laughs> and then... He, he's one, more John Scott than John Scott ever wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing that got to me at this point was they had just some, like, clips of the game going on after this and like some oh, yeah. fancy plays and you could see Banks was still on the ice. There was still a number yeah. 99. I saw that and I was like, he's not back. There's no way he's Con- back. Continuity. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like the budget for this movie had to be in the millions. You can't tell me you couldn't just reshoot uh, I, some of those scenes. Oh, I think I saw actually it was, uh, I think it was $10 million. Really? And they, and they made just over 50 million in return. Wow. How much? How much of that ten million was just Emilio Estevez's salary, though? Probably about half of it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say half. <laughs> the kids all get a twenty dollars bill every day to go get candy at the yeah. convenience store. All the gear actually costs fifteen grand, which is why they got where they got that number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they had to order cost, custom Vaughn colored gear for uh, Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then you get Fulton getting the game misconduct, which again, I understand he's the man off the bench, but like, come on. Yeah. Uh, But because of that, first of all, like Tammy better be appreciative of that. Like, yeah. Like little, little peck on the cheek or something like that. Yeah, exactly. At least a hug or like a fist bump, but no, nothing just gets escorted (laughs) off the bench or elbows or a foot tap. Cause we're in quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not back in the 90s, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he deserves an A for that one. And also yeah. because he's got a bomb of a shot. So and then you get, yeah. And then you get like outside of the team name, the most iconic thing to ever come from this movie, the yes. flying V. The flying it is, V. It is the greatest play ever. Don't at me. However, once they attack, once they enter the attacking zone, there are four cases of interference right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like go watch it again. There are four. Four people going to the box for interference right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, that almost brought a tear to my eye watching that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's so iconic. Uh, did you ever do, oh. do you, did you ever run that play in like your, your basement playing mini sticks or like street hockey? Did you ever run the flying V? I think I did like a couple of times with my cousins. Like after yeah. we had watched, like we did like a binge watch, uh, like the one weekend I was doing like a sleepover at my cousin's house. And yeah, we did it in the basement or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, no, it was an iconic play from the childhood. Yeah. For sure. And then you get to the very end where you get like kind of the replication of the Bombay penalty shot in the third period, late in the third period from the championship game. Uh, but why is Charlie allowed to take the penalty shot without a helmet? Like I That's, know the real, the real, the real reason is FaceTime. 
but like yeah. no that's not allowed <laughs> put, the, put a helmet on that kid <laughs> come on <laughs> what if he falls How and smacks his head into the crossbar <laughs> Or what had just happened to Banks where he fell, hit his shoulder yeah. and got a concussion. Like, <laughs> like his mom is okay with this? <laughs> but you can't drive a car on a community pond. But you can right? play hockey without a helmet. Come on, <laughs> Mrs. Conway. We're, draw a line and stick to it. <sighs> so frustrating. Oh, and then, of course, Conway scores on the goal, which is great. Yeah, you get... The big celebration, that's all fine and dandy. You get the end of the scene as well of uh, Bombay hopping on a bus going for his, uh, his minor league tryout. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, and then he goes, don't worry, like, see you next season. And I'm like, wait a second, next season? When is Bombay going for this tryout? <laughs> In the middle of summer? And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to go back and forth between, say, like, like Texas or I don't, I don't know where he was even going for his tryout, but like yeah. is he going back and forth between like Texas and Minneapolis. Like, yeah, I'm going to play a game and coach, go a co- coach my Kiwi team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, coach. Can I miss this, uh, this game of the season? I got to go coach my Wee hockey team. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does leave it open for a sequel and potentially a episode next week about D2. Ooh, that is true. Yeah. So just here, let's wrap this up. Here, what are your thoughts about the movie overall or things that, like, any questions about it or that? Um, any questions? No. I think it's, like, just a solid movie start to finish. There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's no complaints. Yeah. Except, it's okay, very, no, it's, the only complaint is, like, campy. The, campy? Yeah, it's yeah. very campy. <laughs> yeah. The only complaint is, like, the whole sarcasm thing in the middle. It's yeah. Like, you could have taken that out. You're just, you're just trying to get get to the time mark now but yeah um there's trying to create a conflict that shouldn't be there even in the first place yeah and like yeah it's just a just a solid movie ages super well it's almost 30 it years actually, old at this point yeah. like no that's pretty good yeah it came out in 90 92. 92 so yeah like this movie's yeah this movie's 28 years old so yeah if i had to give it a rating i would give it a uh a solid 15 out of 10 for Ryan gets laugh. <laughs> Bring it back <laughs> to what we talked about before. There you go. Yeah, I'll I'll give it like a nine and a half out of ten. It's like you like once you go past like the Disney kind of aspect of it, it's a great movie. Like you have yeah. to you have to ignore like a peewee team getting broadcasted and having that many fans and whatnot. But and like just like the the camp of it. Like you have to appreciate the camp of it to be able to appreciate the movie. Oh yeah. Um, okay, I got, a, I got a question for you. Okay. It's just something I was kind of thinking about. I know we're getting like the TV series kind of, not reboot, but continuation of uh, Emilio Estevez coming back as Gordon Bombay again and whatnot. But if you had a, uh, like a remake of this original movie, who would you cast as Gordon Bombay? Ooh, if not Emilio Estevez? Yeah, so you got to think uh, of someone who can play the asshole for the first bit of the movie, but also play the really nice guy, like in the middle to the end. I don't know. That's a tough one. Do you have Do you have any ideas who you would? I do have an idea because he's already kind of done. He's done that in his acting already. Toby okay. Maguire. Okay, so That'd be interesting. Like, like other, like outside of. Like he's done it obviously in other movies. I forget the one that he's like a 
he's a military veteran and like he's kind of like struggling with mental health and whatnot and uh, I haven't seen Gatsby but I've heard he's been good in that um, that's something that I'll watch in quarantine actually is the great Gatsby but like I first knew of Tobey Maguire from the Spider-Man movies and you have that example in Spider-Man 3 alone Actually, no, I'll say I'll say two and three. Because in three, he's a dick for the most part of the movie, honestly. Like be a black yeah. suit or not. Yeah. Um but like he can play the really he can play the really nice guy in that which he shows in two, but then he can play that egotistical dick that, that he did in number three. So I think yeah, I think I think uh and it, like he is someone if you're looking for someone like if you want to look kind of similar or have like same kind of physical characteristics. Um, I think Tommy McGuire could do really good in Gor- the Gordon Bombay spot if you were to remake this movie. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. It's uh, kind of isn't like an similar to the the first one, you know, because Emilio Estevez was like super famous in the eighties, um, yeah, with like the Breakfast Club and stuff, and then like kind of died down a bit and then came back for the the Mighty Ducks series. So it'd be like yeah. Tommy McGuire being famous in the early two thousands, mid two thousands, and then coming back for like um, the Ducks. TV series reboot. Um, yeah. Or if you want to talk about someone who's like that, like I guess they haven't really dipped down because they're still talked about for different things. I think it'd be funny as hell. Like this is a really off the cuff one. Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> I don't think it would really work, but it would be fun. That'd I think be a you, lot of fun. I think you could do it. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I, I can't, yeah, I'm really bad at like actor names and like casting actors. Like I'm not, that's not going to be a future career of mine. But so I searched <laughs> up um, like the defining actors of the 2000s. Number one yeah. on the list is Christian Bale. I could see that. Oh, that could be good because you know he can play the good guy like he has in, say, Batman or uh, stuff like that. But you could also have, okay, maybe it's not the best case, but like American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he's just like, he's kind of that crazy guy. Um, but even in those Batman movies, like there's a couple times where he's a dick, like for the for the sake of saving people. But yeah, uh, I think it's more just like serious than anything. But yeah. he's also had some other. Oh, what is, what's the other movie I'm thinking of? It was like it was one that he directed from like the mid 2010s. What's it? I'm not sure. Uh, I want to say The Big Short, but I don't think that's right. Uh, I think he was in it, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, he was, but it's. What's the one I'm thinking of? Maybe that is the one I'm thinking of. I don't know. Okay. I kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Just the uh, more like serious, egotistical, kind of yeah. Tony Stark kind of vibe, you know? Uh, if you want a good movie, actually, if you're just thinking about like ego, kind of egotistical in a way, but like also maybe manipulative. If you, it's just, if you're a fan of Christian Bale in general, honestly, you need to watch Vice. Uh, he plays Dick Cheney in that movie and like Dick Cheney's rise to power um, very quietly. Uh, I watched that on my plane ride uh, from New York back in October there. Uh, that's a great movie. And like Christian Bale is one of those actors that you forget who the actor is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a great movie. So yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just going through his, like his actor credits and he's actually cast to be in Thor love and thunder. Yeah. I, forget, I didn't know that. Uh, I forget what role he is or if that's been announced even, but uh, it uh, doesn't look like, Oh, there it, you go. Yeah. There's the 20th of March thing. Uh, 
Love and Roll or Love and Thunder Roll reportedly revealed a new leak. So that that's cool. I didn't know he was he was going to be in that. No, yeah, that's awesome. I'm reading it. I'm not going to say uh, who it is or like what he's portraying because that's not overly what we we talk about as much as I'm a nut about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, don't want to give someone spoilers when they're just accidentally listening to Anaheim Ducks talk. Yeah, so. and it's it's just like they a don't. supposed leak, but like it's it would be yeah. revealed eventually, right? But yeah, like yeah, before exactly. the movie comes out because he's supposed to be. I believe he's supposed to be the villain. Like that's already been said. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? Or just that? Yeah, it's a great movie. Great camp movie. If you just want something fun to unwind with, uh, especially over, especially around like these kind of trying times, uh, check out this movie. It's on Disney Plus. You can find it on Torrance as well. I'm sure. So yeah, there, there are uh, ways to get this movie. Yeah, it's. Uh, it definitely fills the the hole that is left by no hockey as well. No hockey um, and no ducks. Yeah, exactly. We, like just watching it, I was like, <laughs> just watching it, yeah. I was like, man, I miss hockey so much. Like we get the original ducks, not like the '93 Anaheim Mighty Ducks. You can get the original ducks. Yeah, like they still sell uh, Conway and like Conway Ducks jerseys. Really? Like those are a thing. Yeah. That's sick. Maybe um, that's going to be the Ducks jersey that I buy, actually, is I'll get a Conway jersey. I'll get, like, the that'd OG. Be awesome. That'd be I'll really the sick. OG. Yeah. The OG one? Not even, like, the eggplant ones? You would get, like, the... Uh, no. Yeah, you, like the yeah, you can get... Movie? Yeah, you could, that's the one that they have available, is, like, this nice. movie. So. But that's the one you would get? I think so. That, that's a pretty good one, I'd say. Nice. Um, last thing I want to say, too, a lot of these actors didn't really really go on to do much uh like some of them had some roles in like uh, in like network tv shows and stuff like that but one the one guy uh felt uh fulton yeah yeah he played uh foggy nelson in the netflix daredevil as soon as i saw him i I was like i recognize recognize this guy yeah Yeah. and so i looked it up after and yeah that's where that's who he played so he's kind of i'd say the biggest one yeah, and he's great in both those, like both movie and the and that TV, that Daredevil TV series. Oh, for uh, sure. There's a there's another actually viewing recommendation right there. Go watch the Daredevil's net the Daredevil Netflix series. It's like you don't have to watch the tie-ins or the Defenders or that. Like you get a pretty complete story uh, with just Daredevil, and it's really good. So, yeah, um, and then I guess the other actor that. Uh, or actress, I guess, Margaret Morrow. She played Connie. And um, in the movie, she was in um, Wet, uh, what's it called? Wet Hot American Summer or something. Yeah. Whatever. I, I haven't seen it, but apparently that was her next big role after that. So, yeah. But yeah, everyone else just kind of did like network stuff or wasn't an actor. So, but no, yeah. it's pretty cool that, you know, some people had careers after that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Shall we, shall we wrap it up here? Yeah, sounds good. Um, so we're going down to just one episode a week. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this one was quite long. So uh, we started <laughs> just before six and now it's after seven our time. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a long one. Um, so maybe we'll just do that. We'll give you a, a super long episode once a week. Yeah. It kind of covers it, everything. It's some, yeah, it's something for you guys to still listen to and enjoy. And we still like doing it, obviously. Um, but it's something for us to do as well because we're all we're all kind of in this difficult situation together, which 
is it's kind of interesting actually that like it's the entire world in the same situation right now. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about for sure, but so, uh, it also helps me keep tra- track of the days of the week because uh, yesterday I was like, true. oh, tomorrow's <laughs> Monday, and Aaron was like, no. Or my girlfriend was like, no, it's not. It's like today's Saturday. And I was like, oh, yeah, so tomorrow's Sunday. Oh, I got to record the quack report tomorrow. So, yeah. Like I, before this, I had a, my ref clinic actually online uh, for lacrosse officiating. And uh, like when I was a, like registering for it, I was like, okay, that's on a Sunday this week. I'm like, what day is it today? Oh, it's Friday. All right. I didn't know it was Friday. <laughs> yeah. I guess I better pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. So, uh, as always, this is a production of the hockey podcast network. There is a different show for each of the other 30 NHL teams, uh, and they don't even have movies to talk about. So, uh, I guess we're the best one, obviously, (laughs) uh, no, they're still putting out great content for all the other teams. They're also going down to just once a week. So episodes coming out on Mondays, you can follow us at quack report pod. You can follow the rest of the shows and the network at hockey pod net. And uh, that is all. Thank you guys for listening and stay healthy out there.